I think a lot of times we all get caught up in, oh, I have to, you know, post on social media. They say you need to do this many times a week. But if your people aren't there, you're wasting your time. What's shaking? Welcome back to All In. I'm your host, Rick Jordan. And everybody has a website these days, right? Even like a six-year-old kid has a website. And I think everyone needs to understand that not all websites are good. And in this day and age, you need to have a good website, even if you're that six-year-old kid with a lemonade stand. Okay, so today, you're gonna wanna share this episode with at least three people because you're gonna learn a lot get a lot of info on how to increase your online presence in the right way so you don't look stupid. Because my guest today is on a mission to rid the world of terrible websites. He's a jack of all trades, master of none. We're going to ask him about that. It's an interesting way to build yourself. But you know what? His quote is, so don't let your website be just another crew cut. Go with the fro. Here is Jeff Fulkerson or Jeff Fro. What's up? Hey, Rick. How's it going today? Dude, it's going really good. It's going really good. I hope you appreciated the intro because... That was amazing. Thank uh, you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Because it, <laughs> it's like every to, they, everybody needs social media accounts, you know? But mm-hmm. it's still the case that, hey, you got that link in the bio. That bio is going to take you to a freaking website. Even if it's a link tree that takes you to a website or something like that, you still have to have a website. And that right. blows my mind, dude. Help me out with this. Why are there still so many bad websites? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of people just think they can get something for free, right? They, they don't want to pay for things if they don't have to, and they don't understand just how important a good website is. And so once they get that free website page builder from GoDaddy or whatever, they think, oh, I'm good enough. You know, I check the box, move on. But they're missing out on so many opportunities when they do that. For sure, dude. I, I mean, you mentioned the free site from GoDaddy, right? But what if they're like, maybe I'll spend a little money because there's other places out there like Wix, right? And then there's mm-hmm. also Squarespace or there's, you know, a few others, but those are some of the bigger ones, you know, that, that are saying, yeah. hey, you know, $7 a month or whatever it is, right? Which is still, mm-hmm. it's close to free, but it's not free. And you're right mm-hmm. because a lot of people won't even spend the $7 a month. They're like, oh, I can get this for free, no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, how does this yeah. compare, right? To like, are you shoving them aside too? Wix, Squarespace, do they suck? Well, it depends who you talk to. There's some people that have very strong feelings on that. I will say that if you're just starting out and budget's an issue, it's better to have a website on Squarespace or Wix than nothing at all. Um, but don't stay there. That's the main thing. Because sure, you know, it, it's a stepping stone, right? When you move on to uh, a fully professional website. It's not just looks good. It, more than looking good, it, it optimized. Dude, I'm, I'm tripping over my words right now. Let me That's say okay. that again. I just love your hair. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's Frobro Web Technologies. That's where Jeff is from. Jeff Rowe. That's from right. Frobro Web Technologies. Yes. The tongue twister. So on Squarespace, they have templates. You can make a website that looks decent, but it doesn't matter how good it looks if nobody ever sees it. There's more to it than that. So obviously professional design is one level. There's also the messaging on the website to make sure you're talking to your prospects that are visiting and trying and speaking to their pains and trying to convert them into customers. And then there's other factors like uh, optimizing for the search engines, making sure that you're going to come up when people search for certain keywords or phrases in Google. Uh, and otherwise, 
No one's ever going to see it. It's not going to do anything. So you need to do it well, do it properly so that it actually works for your business and gives you an ROI as opposed to just being another expense line item for $7. Yeah, let's dumb it down a little bit too. Yeah, because it makes perfect sense because it's not just a matter of throwing up some images, right, is what you're saying. Or even having good copy. And for those who don't know marketing speak, copy is literally the text that's on the page, right? (laughs) The words. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if you have a good image, you have good copy, that's still not enough because to your point if nobody sees it why does it even matter if it exists mm-hmm. so there's a lot more that goes into it because you're talking about things like seo right and that's almost Correct. a buzzword that everybody knows right now but for those that don't what does that mean seo seo is search engine optimization thank you you're welcome <laughs> and that just means you're you're speaking to the search engine and telling it you're helping it out, right? So if someone searches for this keyword, hey, search engine, show my site. And they look at that and a bunch of other factors, like how quickly does it load? You know, does the content shift as it's loading and annoy people? Do other sites with authority link to it? Um, you know, is it going to be a good result yep. for the person searching for a phrase? Because ultimately, Google wants to give good results to people. And it's really good at figuring that out. So... They do. And plus, yeah. I, I mean, t- for this too, if you take a look, like if I Google me right now, right, Rick Jordan, and mm-hmm. I, I literally just did that, I'm like the whole first page on Google if you just Google Rick Jordan. But there's right. places, and this is what Jeff is talking about, everyone, is that if you just throw that copy up there and you don't help Google out, if you if you Google me, Rick Jordan, you'll see Rick Jordan home because that's the homepage. But then right underneath that, you'll see a bio, right, which is Rick Jordan, CEO and founder of Reach Out Technology and has become a nationally recognized voice in cybersecurity, business, and entrepreneurship. I had my site professionally done, right? I've got a whole Mm -hmm. branding team that does this. That way, Google pulls this information. It's like we told Google or the development team told Google, this is what you should show (laughs) under here. And I, I, mm-hmm. you've probably seen this too, right, man? You've seen sites that are just like the title, right? With no text underneath yes. it, and they're missing out on that real estate just because they decided to use Squarespace or Wix or something like that. Right, just because you don't know what you don't know. I've seen thousands of websites that all say home in the title bar, right? That doesn't tell Google anything. So if I'm, not, if I'm searching for a home, I don't want some guy's blog. I want a residence to live in, right? So I wouldn't search for Rick Jordan if I've never heard of you. You know, branded keywords like that. Okay, don't pay someone to make you rank for your own name. Yep, you got it. Uh, you, want it to, you want to pay someone to help you rank for you know, cybersecurity expert. And then, okay, Rick Jordan's there, whatever it happens to be. See, because that's how people search to find things that they don't know about. Yep, I like that. I'm looking to see if I come up with that way right now. I know people are paying for Rick Jordan cybersecurity now as a Google AdWords, which is pretty cool. You know, they're using <laughs> mm-hmm. my name to try to drive traffic to their site. That's pretty fun. But so you know, know you've made it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That was brought to me by one of my board members a little bit ago. But it, it was such an interesting moment. I'm like, really? People are doing this? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to software companies. Okay. <laughs> now I understand why that is. Yeah, just because I do global media and everything. But that's part of it, too. You know, because SEO is so important in the the development of this because Google tracks even where that traffic is coming from to make sure the content on that page matches the previous site that's linked to it to help right. it rank higher, correct? Yeah, they're trying to categorize all of that. As much information as they can, they look at every possible piece of information to decide, okay, where should I rank this site? 
when should I show it? Yeah. Let's talk a little entrepreneurship here, man, because Frobro Web Technologies started as a side hustle too, right? Is that correct? It did. Yes. Dude, how did it end up where it's at today? And why did you even start it to begin with? Let's start there. Let's take back in time, a little trip here. Sounds good. Uh, well, I've always been building websites. I love computers and technology since I was young, making stuff in high school, built my first computer, built websites for people back then, just hand coding HTML and whatnot. Um, over the years, I got better at it. And, you know, some people asked me to make websites and then I kind of did. And, and so at a certain point I was like, Hey, this is kind of more fun than some of my other day job stuff. Uh, so I kept it there as a side hustle, but uh, I really had the opportunity to, you know, grow it a little bit over the past couple of years. I've been at home more and looking for more flexible, uh, work schedules. And so since, it's my own thing. I can work on it whenever I want, however I want. And so I've just been working on building it up. That's cool, man. So the, your whole reason for getting into this is you found something. I like this too, because this is kind of the same thing, right? You find Mike Rowe. You remember Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe? Yes, of course. Right? There's mm -hmm. a quote from him, and I'm probably going to blotch it up a little bit here, but it was pretty awesome because it's like, why do you love so much that what you do? And he's like, it's not that I started that way, right? I found something mm -hmm. that I was good at. Then I learned to love it. And then I got rich, you know, that's like <laughs> the progression of that right there is that, you know, he found so that's a good start. Find something that you're really good at, because odds are, if you're really good at it, you probably have an interest in that, at least some aspect or another, you know, but mm -hmm. dude, I used to get, and this is a little secret, right? For, for everybody. I don't think I've ever said this publicly. There was a time to where I got really, 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 really bored with IT work and cybersecurity because I'm like, this, this is stupid. You know, it's just the problems and all this other stuff but it took me you know because i was good at it and that's really the reason i got into it to begin with man and then i heard mike speak at a conference and then i met him there too and i was asking him about this and he helped shift my mindset in this to say you know what why don't you just find a way to love it so i started looking beyond the tech and what was going on every single day and i started looking at the people that were using the tech and seeing mm -hmm. how that was impacting their lives because a website in and of itself let's be straight up it's freaking words on a screen right or you exactly. look behind the curtain and it's code woo mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's not so much what it is it's what it can do for you which is the power right yeah and there's so many small businesses and medium businesses that just are out there doing a good job for their customers that don't have a good website and so people don't know them or they i mean they don't get the recognition that they deserve right and so that's one of the things yeah. that i like doing is helping those companies get a professional presence that gives a, a great first impression online so that customers see that and say yes i want to work with that guy now is it any different too because you're talking about the importance of small businesses is it, is it any difference between like a a, a traditional service oriented business or like a brick and mortar or you know ver versus e-commerce you know what is there an importance across the board depending on what industry you're in or are there different needs for those types of things too uh, there's definitely different needs uh, because a service-based company, you know, they're not going to have an e-commerce piece most of the time. And so their website's going to be mostly uh, messaging to their prospective customer about, you know, this is what we do. This is why we're good at it. This is why you should work with us. So you're saying like a sales them, tool? 
kind of kind of yeah. yeah i mean it's it's your online billboard it's your online business card whatever you want to call it that's your first impression and it's the central hub of all your marketing efforts so any email signature any business card you hand out if you're on a podcast anywhere you go you drop your website it all points back there and so that's why that has to present the company and the brand well uh in order to actually do something for the company now if you're an e-commerce setup then in addition to um you know having products you obviously got to make the process streamlined for the customer, easy to pay for stuff, check out, easy to browse and search. That's something that a lot of third-party stuff gets really bad. <laughs> you can't find things on the product, uh, you know, when you're searching on their website. So uh, that all factors together. And um, back to SEO, the more content you have on there, whether that's a blog or just really descriptive uh, articles on your products that tell people how to use it, why to use it, what it's good for, um, that will help. Uh, promote the site as well. That's cool, man. So there's different purposes, obviously, for these things. And how do you judge the success on any of these websites that, that it's doing the job it's supposed to? Um, again, it depends on the company. So if it's a service-based company, you're probably going to be either counting appointments made or phone calls you know, or emails that you get. Um, sometimes it's a form that you submit on the page and that's all trackable, right? If, if they click on uh, the email on your site, you know, okay, they came from here because you can set what the email subject yeah. is. Um, doing phone numbers is a little harder, uh, but with more people on mobile, you can actually track if they clicked the phone link on your phone, you know, then it just calls you directly. Obviously, if someone's on a desktop, they're not going to do that. Um, but you can actually get a lot more information than, than you think. That's cool, man. So looking at the, uh, the different purposes of these sites, I hear you on the success because you're talking about what's in this industry, right? As traffic and conversion, right? Mm -hmm. It's first you started out with saying that what, what does it make it? No difference whatsoever. Really? If nobody's going to see it, that's traffic. But now you're talking about the success of it, which is really the conversion of it, whether that's measured in calls and uh, clicks to a certain page in contact mm -hmm. forms in products sold, you know, that's the conversion, right. whatever the outcome of that site is, or that page is, that's the conversion part of it to get them into yeah. your funnel or get them into some sort of transaction right then and there. And that can happen mm -hmm. too. Yeah. You know, what do you typically work with? You work with um, high ticket or low ticket items when it comes to website design. Uh, well, it depend whoever you ask, they're going to give you different numbers on what high ticket means. I tend to lean towards high ticket um, because, like I said, uh, all the different factors that play into it. That's what I want to give you. I don't want to give you a cheap website. I'd rather send you somewhere else. If you say, if you're coming to me, I'm like, Hey, I've got a thousand bucks. Can you build me this website? Oh, and it, it needs to have a form and, and it needs to do this automation thing. I'm like, no, go away or get a bigger budget. Then I can work with you and we'll make something good that will give you a return on investment. And we can talk about, you know, all the things you can track. Sure. That all plays into it. But if you are, you know, commercial landscaper and your average job is 1500 bucks and I, my new professional website for you can get you at least one you know, new customer a month. Okay. You're paid for real fast. Right. Uh, so if you start looking at it in those terms, instead of just nickel and diming the $7 a month, instead of looking at what the site can do for you, you know, you're going to miss out. 
Yeah, for sure, my man. Are there any standard questions you ask? Because I, I remember, shoot, 10 years ago, something like that, where everyone was like, you know, I, I need a website. Now, we've never really done that in my firm. It was just, you know, being mm -hmm. in outsourced IT support at the time. It's like you, they kind of think that you should because it's a, they don't have any other resources. And we would typically refer them elsewhere. But mm -hmm. the question I would always ask, it's like, well, why do you want this redone? And it's like, well, we don't have one yet. I mean, I'm talking a decade ago, right? We don't have mm -hmm. one. And we just just know that we should you know now right. times have changed a little bit in 10 years of course but i'm sure you sure you probably still get some of that right to where it's like I don't, I don't have a website yet so i probably should have one right but i think if that is your mindset you probably don't realize the importance of it and you're thinking of it just as hey i heard you're supposed to have a website and so of course you're going to try and get it the cheapest way possible uh, because you don't realize why it matters um i think so one of the things I do when I sit down with a new customer to redesign their site is I ask them as many questions as I can about their business, who their customers are uh, and what they're trying to accomplish, why they want to serve those people, why they're different. And I try to draw out as much as I can because that helps me then create the titles on the page and the, the messaging that we're putting on there to really capture their brand and what they're going for to, to get the vibe that they want. Um, I can give examples, but that, that's the basic idea. Yeah. So when you say like the jack of all trades, you really are that. I mean, you're, you're stepping into the territory and this is a, a distinctual difference, right? Because website design and development can be very, very different from branding, which is the messaging you're talking about there too. It sounds like you cross over and intermingle, correct? Yeah, as much as I can. I, I think that's been uh, one, of the, one of the skills that I've had over the years. I speak technology, computers. I, I mean, I study computer science, but I also can understand and speak sales. So when I was in companies, I would often be the go-between because salespeople say, oh yeah, customer, we can do that. No problem. It'll be two weeks or whatever. And oh, engineering's over here saying, no, that's not easy at all. It'll take months. And uh, so that's kind of been a sweet spot for me. And I was you know, working as a technical services manager for a while. And that go-between was really helpful. So, and this since uh, when I'm working on websites, I do kind of span both sides to help the customer see both what we're doing and why. And, and I think that helps a lot of people understand where the value is. Yeah, for sure, bud. Let me ask you this. Ready? Ready for a pivot or right turn here? Okay. When was your fro born? It was between sophomore and junior year of high school. Up to that point, I just had a flat top, uh, like, you know, crew cut. and like uh, tight. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it was easy to maintain, put a little butt tracks in there and I was done. Uh, but my mom always wanted me to grow out my hair. So I finally did over that summer. Turned out it was curly as it got a little <laughs> longer. Before that, before I, that. I didn't really know. Yeah. <laughs> before, before. Well, what'd you have when you were a kid, man? I mean, it was well, like I had a little shape? boy's cut, Okay, but it was always just, you know, parted or, you know, it wasn't long enough to start showing the curls. I got you. Um, and so then once I grew it out, Hey, I had a fro. So I decided to try it and people liked it and people noticed it. And I quickly realized that, Hey, this, this sets me apart and makes me different. makes me stand out. People in the halls in high school would reach out and touch it as I'm walking by. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but okay. <laughs> and so now I, I can draw that parallel to websites because a good website is like a fro. It makes you stand out you're different. It captures attention, right? It, it sets you apart. So for sure, bro, bro, sure. That, that's Girls the whole really idea. Wanted to run their, their fingers through that thing too. Right. Oh, man? 
Yes, they did. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Just because it's a freaking good head of hair? Or just because it's different, unique, whatever? Probably all of that. And maybe because it just looked soft and, you know, I don't know. It was like soft, fluffy things. It was a big, fluffy fro. I was at the <laughs> beach one time walking on the boardwalk. Two girls on bikes go in the opposite direction. One of them almost crashes her bike trying to reach out and touch it as she rode by. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome is that is that a thing when you meet new clients now too or prospects it's like you, you just got to touch it one time come on, come on. <laughs> I, I can start incorporating that into the meeting so <laughs> if you you should really if you sign yeah, this deal today right yeah this is the urgency piece of your offer if you sign this deal today mm -hmm, right up there you're gonna get to touch yep. my hair and math class girl behind me would like hide markers and things in it <laughs> could you Anyways. still feel that <laughs> Yes, I did. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, we took a big left turn. But that's, yes. All right. Let's get back awesome. on track. But it's okay. At least you have something to, to take notes with later on, right? Exactly. Yeah. So with the websites, man, yeah, back on track, right? With, with How does this compare to social media in the need between, you know, is there one that's more worthy of attention these days than the other? Uh, again, I'll say that it depends on the company because it depends where your customers are. Uh, if you're targeting maybe a younger demographic that is on social media, absolutely, you should be on there uh, posting with hashtags that they follow. Uh, if they're an older demographic, maybe email would be a better place to focus your energy. Or if it's you know entrepreneurs that listen to podcasts, get on other podcasts uh, or speak in front of professional associations that meet in person once a month. If you're trying to talk to you know architects or tax professionals, whatever. So you really need to focus on where your audience is. I think a lot of times we all get caught up in, oh, I have to, you know, post on social media. They say you need to do this many times a week. But if your people aren't there, you're wasting your time. For sure. There's different types of websites these days too, because you're talking about some being a sales tool. Others are obviously an e-commerce giant and multiple mm -hmm. pages. I'm loving some of the really, really clean ones, you know, for those who might, you know, like a service industry who yes. don't sell online, but they have to have that social media presence, but they've got this one page site, mm -hmm. you know, that is just beautiful and just kind of just gives the emotional story of who they are and then sucks people in that way. So it almost complements social media or their social media platform right. that way and vice versa. It's amazing. So how do you, how do you best suggest to those industries, right? Because there's some that are products, right? And they think that they're going to make overnight, that they're going to make, you know, $7 million with their new e-commerce website, which typically isn't the case unless you've got a huge <laughs> ad, but ad budget right off the gate. Right. But where do you start? You know, cause you talked about budgeting too, you know, you, you can go from $0 and you can go all the way up to, I'm sure six figures with a good website. Where does mm -hmm. somebody start? I'd say for a service-based company, um, they could start in a $3,500 to $5,000 range for a, just a simple redesign of, you know, one to three or four pages. That's basic uh, images and copy, uh, nothing too fancy, maybe a form or two. Uh, from there, if you're doing e-commerce, it, it just goes up. But that's the first step is getting the site built. Um, doing that uh, pass with messaging, doing the SEO pass and the design pass to make sure that all lines up with branding. And then once you push it live, that's, that's not the end. <laughs> that's the start <laughs> of when you do SEO and ad, run ads and, and all this stuff that promotes, you know, your company and drives traffic to that site. Right. So, so you can't just stop there. 
Yeah, I hear you, man. That's uh, that's so true. You need to you need to understand that that's not the finish line. That's not the popping right. the champagne cork moment that right. it's up. You know, sure the project's done, but it's almost like a a website is a milestone in the overall mm-hmm. project of generating your sales and getting the job done right. to begin with. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's cool. I uh, I'm curious, where do you see this going for you? Because you're a solopreneur right now, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself doing websites yourself for the next 10 years? No, I've already uh, got a, a, a plan built out for how I do these sites in terms of who does what part, um, in terms of bringing on additional partners, whether they're contractors or eventually full-time. Um, so that way I'm not doing every site myself. Um, uh, and I have additional things. As I'm adding more services to my company, You know, I started out just web design, but now I've also got SEO, ad management, and I'm slowly building it up uh, with my goal being, well, there's two sides of it. One, in terms of FroBro, I want to provide a solution that does everything. So if you're a business owner and you're like, I know I need a good website, I've heard you talk about it, whatever, just do it for me. Then I will handle fast hosting, maintenance, you know, security scans, backups. Like you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, and then, you know, SEO, just I'll take care of it. I'm your web guy. You don't have to think about it. Uh, but then in terms of growing the business, yeah, I've got tons of ideas for additional ways I can do that and additional value I can provide to my customers and uh, whether that's partnering with other solutions and whatnot. That's I don't know cool, if that answered man. the question. No, but, it does. Yeah, because yeah, I'm relating it back to when I started my MSP years back, to mm-hmm. 11 years, you know, and it's cool because it, it sounds like you're willing to reinvest in your business and develop new services too. And that's a, yes. that's a key point to scaling because it, it's, I'm going to be straight up with you, dude. You've got a long road ahead of you, you know, and it's yep. cool because this is a little bit of a coaching moment too. You know, <laughs> scaling is a good goal. It's a really, really good goal. But it, it's not something to where you're going to be making, you know, $300,000 in your own personal wallet here. And this is important for everybody listening too, right? Because how old is Frobro? Uh, six or seven years. Six or seven yeah. years. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. about the tipping point for me too, was about that far into it. I had this conversation with my cousin the other day too at a fall festival because he's doing hot sauce. It's amazing, right? He's 12 mm-hmm. years old now. And it was that tipping point of around six to seven years into it is when things really started to accelerate for him. You mm-hmm. know, so you're right there and I'm excited for you because you're starting to build out these other services. You're starting to get more clients. You're starting to put other people mm-hmm. in place to do the work for you because as an owner, yeah. as a business owner, that's your first step is letting go and have other people actually do the work so you can focus almost completely on growth in that because it's cool. You already know how to do the work, which is awesome. Exactly. Because now you can put people in place to do that work for you and do it your way too. Yeah. Right. And that's a big piece is making sure it's still done the right way, you know, as you scale. So I don't, you know, turn around and find that, you know, my team's built these really terrible websites. That would be bad. Yeah, that would be, that would be bad. Now, the one question though, is anybody you bring on, you're going to make them grow or grow? You know, it's tempting, but uh, Dude, I think I'll... be on brand. Come on now. <laughs> you know, you're going to do it I just won't put them on camera. Yeah, no, everybody's on camera these days. You know, go I'll go Photoshop for a fro on them if nice. they don't want it. <laughs> I like it. I think everybody's got to stay on brand. That's going to be the thing. It's like, in your interview questions, like, would you be willing to grow your hair out? And dude's sitting there like bald, and he's like, I, I, I can't. <laughs> no problem. We got a uniform, and it includes a wig. You're good to go. Excellent. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see what happens. Dude, thanks for the conversation today too man uh, oh, frobroweb.com sure. that's you right can. and actually 
Oh, sorry. I actually uh, put up a page for your listeners. So if you Sweet, go to promoweb.com yeah. slash Rick Jordan, uh, you'll be able to set up a call with me and I'll do a 30 minute call uh, to talk about your website, any questions you want and ways to improve it. You don't have to work with me. You can take those tips and you know improve your site on your own. Uh, but hopefully that's helpful for the listeners out there. That's amazing, man. Thanks. That's a beautiful gift to everybody too. Appreciate your insight because this is a good starting point. We've got a lot of young entrepreneurs listening that, that don't understand this. They just know they got a good service, a good product and a lot of hearts and they need mm-hmm. you to help get their presence straight awesome jeff thanks for being on my man yeah thanks for having me rick appreciate it